Hey, Fitz, thanks so much for driving up here to Dublin to meet up with me today. No trouble at all. Anytime. So, uh, welcome to Dublin. Yeah, man, I'm excited. I've never been here. Now, I know you're not from here. You're from Cork, right? Yeah, but it's about two and a half hours drive away, so it's not too far. And you know your way around. I'm sure you'll show me some cool things. What are we going to do today? No, we're going to go around this historic Viking city. Oh, cool. Going to show you some of the oldest pubs in Europe. Oh, cool. Uh, some of the best, busiest, fun streets. And we'll probably slip in a couple of pints of Guinness. Oh, that's a, oh, I'm, I'm, that's the pièce de résistance, right? That's exactly it. That's exactly it. The essence of Ireland. The essence cool. of Dublin. Yummy. <laughs> My mouth is watering. You're looking forward to, to sipping some of the black stuff, I'm, as we call it? I am definitely looking forward to it. Are you guys looking forward to discovering Dublin, Ireland? <laughs> Regards from the capital of Ireland... Dublin. This place is so unique and lively. We have to go to a real Irish pub. It's a must. But first, we're going to see the sights. I don't want to be on the piss all day. One of my favorite writers, James Joyce, is from here. And today, we'll go to the Martello Tower, where the first chapter of his legendary book, Ulysses, takes place. We'll be outside most of the day, so I hope we luck out and it doesn't piss down on us. They say that the Irish and shamrocks bring good luck. Keep your fingers crossed. La palabra luck trae mala suerte, porque la gente se lía al usarla. Pero voy a aclararlo aquí. Luck es el sustantivo, suerte. Lucky es el adjetivo, suertudo, o con suerte. Y los verbos to be lucky y to luck out son tener suerte. Vamos a ver unos ejemplos. Con un poco de suerte lo has pillado. Él siempre ha tenido suerte. He's always been lucky. Tengo mala suerte. Soy desafortunado. I have bad luck. I'm unlucky. Tuvimos suerte, pero algunos no tuvieron tanta suerte. We lucked out, but some people weren't so lucky. Fact or fiction? Temple Bar is one of the most well-known pubs in Dublin. This is fiction. Temple Bar is one of the most well-known areas in Dublin. It's positioned on the south bank of the River Liffey. It's not called Temple Bar because there are a lot of bars here, which, by the way, is also true, but because this is the area where the first Jewish temple was built in Ireland. And the term bar, in this case, refers to the verb prohibit, because at that time, the Catholics barred the Jewish people from entering any of their businesses. Nevertheless, there's a bar in Temple Bar area called the Temple Bar Pub, I drank too much and was barred from this bar last night. To bar or to ban es prohibir. También se puede decir to prohibit, pero son tres sílabas. Y ya sabes cómo vamos de tiempo estos días. Una expresión con esta palabra es no holds barred. Viene de la lucha deportiva, wrestling, donde holds son llaves. Y aquí no hay llaves prohibidas. O lo que viene siendo 
que vale todo. The political debate was no holds barred. El debate político no tuvo restricciones. This is history. The name Dublin comes from the words Dublin, which is an old Irish Gaelic phrase that translates to black pool. I know what you're thinking. Blackpool is also a place in England. Interestingly enough, Blackpool gets its name from a drainage channel that released discolored water into the Irish Sea. This formed a black pool on the other side of the sea in, you guessed it, Dublin. Is it me, or does this black pool sound a lot like waste? If I were you, I wouldn't drink the water. Drink Guinness. If I were you significa yo que tú. Pero escucharás a muchos americanos decir if I was you. Sí, es gramaticalmente incorrecto. Pero como bien sabes, los nativos a veces dejan el libro de gramática en segundo de la ESO. Yo que tú lo practicaría en voz alta. Yo que tú no comería comida basura. If I were you, I wouldn't eat junk food. Si yo fuera él, no me enfadaría tanto. If I were him, I wouldn't get that angry. Si yo fuera el jefe, no trabajaríamos los viernes. If I were the boss, we wouldn't work on Fridays. Fun facts. Ain't no mountain high enough, literally, to be considered a mountain, at least in Dublin. The so-called Dublin mountains are popular places to go hiking and connect with nature. But don't get your hopes up, mountaineers. Don't expect Everest or anything like it. I think you would consider these to be more like little hills. And you wouldn't be wrong. None of the Dublin mountains are high enough to meet the criteria to be considered a mountain. The tallest one is the Sugarloaf, and it measures a mere 423.3 meters above sea level. But don't worry, outdoor adventurers. If these mountains don't challenge you, there are 46 rivers in Dublin City alone. So cry me a river if you don't like rivers. <laughs> To get your hopes up, or to have high hopes, es tener altas expectativas. Así que don't get your hopes up es literalmente que no se te suba la esperanza. Vamos a ver unas frases con algunos usos comunes de esta idea. I hope you do a good job. Ella tiene altas expectativas en el nuevo puesto. She has high hopes in the new position. No te hagas ilusiones. Solo te va a decepcionar. Don't get your hopes up. He's only going to let you down. Espero que no tuvieras demasiadas expectativas. I hope you didn't get your hopes up. Mm. Dig in! Ten million pints of Guinness are produced daily around the world. Furthermore, 
Dubliners drink a total of 9,800 pints an hour between 5.30 p.m. on Fridays and 3 a.m. on the following Mondays, which is pretty much the whole weekend. But you can't live off just Guinness. Even though eating is cheating, I'm going to order either a shepherd's pie, which is minced lamb and vegetables topped off with mashed potato, or Irish stew made with lamb and veggies. On second thought, I'll have some bangers and mash because I want to go out with a bang. Cuidado con la pronunciación de whole. Se pronuncia igual que whole agujero. Whole. I can see the whole hole. Veo el agujero entero. Resiste la tentación de pronunciar esa W. On the whole, teniendo todo en cuenta, o en general, es el error más común al pronunciar esta palabra. Eating is cheating significa comer es hacer trampa. Y es lo que te dicen los amigos cuando estás on the piss, de borrachera, y tú sugieres pedir un kebab. Esto es porque cuando comes, se te baja el puntillo. Yo tengo que comer, aunque sea on the down low, a escondidas. Local Lingo Dublinese is quite similar to New York speak. We both pronounce the TH like a T. In the rest of the world, the number 33 is pronounced 33. But in New York and in Dublin, it's 33. When Dubliners greet each other, they say, what's the crack? While in New York, we say, sup, short for, what's up? Another thing that I always found funny is that the Irish, in general, when they speak about so-and-so, they say, your man, even if you don't know him. Let's look at some things you'll hear in Dublin. And remember, the Irish don't talk. They sing. It's one of my favorite accents. It's music to my ears. Buenos días, tío. Morning, lad. ¿Qué tal? What's the crack? Vaya risas anoche. Good crack last night. ¿Oíste lo que dijo fulanito ayer? Did you hear what your man said yesterday? Me lo perdí. Estaba de borrachera. I missed it. I was on the lash. Te he dicho 33 veces que si tienes sed, bebas agua. I've told you 33 times that if you're thirsty, drink water. Famous Dubliners. Dublin has produced some amazing writers like Samuel Beckett and Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde went to the famous Trinity College along with Bram Stoker, author of Dracula, and many other influential figures from all different fields. This famous learning institution was founded in 1592. It has a campanile that tourists always take pictures of, but you won't see the students walking under it as it's bad luck. They say if you pass under the bell when it's tolling, you will fail your exams. On graduation day, the students walk under the campanile as a rite of passage. I guess you could say, by that time, they are saved by the bell. To fail is fracasar, pero también significa suspender un curso o un examen. Se pronuncia fail. Lo contrario es to pass. If you don't make an effort, you'll fail. 
but if you do your best, you'll pass. Si no haces un esfuerzo, no aprobarás, pero si lo haces de la mejor forma posible, aprobarás. Te acabo de colar el primer condicional, o lo que yo llamo el presente condicional, sin que te dieras cuenta. Es muy fácil, como en español. La estructura es if más presente más futuro. Mira. If you don't pass, you'll get left back. Si no apruebas, tendrás que repetir el año. <coughs> hello, hello, testing. Testing one, two, three. Music to my ears. I can't think of Ireland without thinking of you too. You too? Then you must visit Windmill Lane Studios. It's covered with graffiti from U2 fans around the world that have paid tribute. It's known as the U2 Wall. For U2 fans, this is the Cathedral de Santiago of Rock. But Dublin's love for music started way before that, specifically in 1742 when Handel's Messiah, one of the most famous masterpieces in the world, had its premiere in front of 700 people here in Dublin. And, as I said, if you want to hear music, just listen to the Irish talk. And if you don't mingle and try to talk, eventually you'll have to face the music. To face the music es enfrentarte a la música. Pero la expresión significa afrontar las consecuencias o hacerse cargo de algo. Hay varias explicaciones del por qué, pero yo siempre me quedo con la que mejor visualice o la que más sentido tenga, al menos en mi cabeza. Se supone que cuando un actor salía al escenario, se tenía que poner delante del foso de la orquesta, the orchestra pit. Let's face it, it's very visual. Las cosas como son, es muy visual. What the f facts? Dubliners have very endearing names for their public fountains and statues. Anna Livia, a statue that is now located in Croppy's Memorial Park, was called the Floozy in the Jacuzzi. Another one of legendary Molly Malone on Grafton Street is known as the Tart with the Cart. Molly Malone would turn over in her grave. And it doesn't stop there. The women at the Hopenny Bridge are called hags with bags. And James Joyce's statue is called the dick with the stick. <laughs> the Millennium Spire has two unofficial names. The Stiletto by the Ghetto and the Stiffy by the Liffy. I don't know why City Hall bothers naming these landmarks. They should just start a contest. It seems like Dubliners have a lot of creative ideas when it comes to names. Hey, at least they all rhyme. To turn over in one's grave significa revolverse en su tumba. Y es cuando está pasando algo que no deja al muerto rest in peace, descansar en paz. This is a very grave expression. Esta expresión es muy grave. Tell me the movie. And action. 
And the Oscar goes to... There are a lot of Dubliners walking around Tinseltown, like Colin Farrell, Jonathan Rhys Myers, Gabriel Byrne, etc. But a lesser-known Hollywood connection is that the Oscar statue was designed by Dubliner Cedric Gibbons in 1928. And as if that wasn't enough, he was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Production Design 38 times and won the Oscar 11 times. Pretty impressive. But you've never heard of him until now, have you? That's a wrap. That's a wrap es vámonos pa' casa. Y es lo que se dice al final de una rodaje. Hoy en día también se usa fuera de este contexto. El verbo to wrap también sirve. We're going to wrap in 15 minutes. Vamos a acabar en 15 minutos. Do you know how to say lanzar in English? If you said to throw, you'd be right. But perhaps the word hurl sounds familiar to sports fans. It also means to throw. You nailed it. Hurling is the national sport of Ireland. It's a game that's been played for 3,000 years. The objective of the game is for players to use a wooden stick called a hurley to hurl a small ball called a slyotar between your adversary's goalposts. I've been playing it for 20 minutes, and I think I'm going to hurl. ¿Pillaste el doble sentido de to hurl? Por una parte es lanzar, y por otra es vomitar. Fíjate en que lanzar también es to throw, pero si añadimos up, se convierte en to throw up, que también es vomitar. O sea, que en nuestras cabezas anglosajonas, lo que estamos haciendo cuando vomitamos es lanzar lo que llevamos dentro. In good company. There are many IT companies in Dublin, but perhaps its most famous company has nothing to do with technology. It's Guinness. And you can't say you've been to Dublin without a visit to the Guinness Storehouse and Brewery. Make sure you have a pint on the roof to enjoy the panoramic views of the city. And Guinness doesn't just make stout. In 1954, the managing director of Guinness at that time, wanted to have a guide to settle bar debates once and for all. Enter the Guinness Book of World Records. I know, I mentioned Guinness many times in this paragraph. Sorry, I don't mean to sound like a broken record. Stout es cerveza negra, pero también significa corpulento o robusto. ¿Y cómo es la Guinness? Es como comerte una fabada. The stout guy had a stout. El chico corpulento se tomó una cerveza negra. To settle es una palabra muy usada en inglés y significa resolver, llegar a un acuerdo, calmarse o asentarse. Pero también es instalarse o vivir. Vamos a ver unos usos comunes para que podamos settle your doubts. No hubo demanda. Lo resolvieron. There was no lawsuit. They settled. Google resuelve todas las apuestas. Google settles all bets. 
¿Cuándo se instalaron los colonizadores en Dublín? When did the settlers settle in Dublin? Okay, Alberto, the moment you've been waiting for. Time to sink a few pints. Oh, man, I have been dreaming of those pints of Guinness oh, since I got here. I can't wait. Let's go in. All right. Brazenhead es el pub más antiguo de Irlanda. Brazenhead is the oldest pub in Ireland. Venga, la penúltima. Come on, one for the road. Dos pintas de rubia y una negra. Two pints of lager and a stout. Dos claras con limón y dos chupitos de ron. Two pints of shandy and two shots of rum. Es tu ronda. Te toca. It's your shout. Salud, chavales. Sláinte, lads. Este alcohol está muy fuerte. This booze will put hair in your chest. No voy a tomar whisky sin algo para acompañarlo. I'm not going to drink whisky without a chaser. ¿Me das una piña colada sin alcohol? May I have a virgin piña colada? Tienes poco aguante. You're a lightweight. Wow, Fitz, I'm a little bit tipsy, a little bit giggly, but what a great time I've had here with you in Dublin. Amazing. Just fascinating. We've had a great day. We've had a great day. And as you say, we're a little bit tipsy, or as we say, we're a bit jarred. Jarred. I love it. I'm always learning new things, even in English. <laughs> now, next time, you'll have to come to Cork, the real capital of Ireland. Oh, I've heard wonderful things about Cork. Next time I'm in Cork, I'll look you up. All right. Thanks a lot, buddy. Sláinte. Bye-bye. 